0: Peace and quiet are frequent companions, but this is not a universal truth, no. Some find that the opposite is rather more prominent. Young parents hearing only the echo of quiet from the den of their newborn pups may well know that mischief is underway. Similarly, the deepest, most perfect picture of peaceful sleep may hide dreams and thoughts that heave and break as heavily as stormy seas upon a rocky shore. So it was for poor Sir Nathaniel, who dreamt once more of womenism, to walk on two legs so far from the delicious mushrooms of the forest floor, to have the pointy protrusion of a human nose, unable to sniff out Even the shallowest of truffles. All of it plagued his dreams. But when he awoke in the cocoon and crumpet, all was well. His hooves counted four, his tusks two, and his whiskers many. The boar knight and his helpful friends breakfasted in the company of Lycos, around a long table covered with many fresh and colourful fruits, in final preparation for their departure from the spectacular Spinovind in search of the moon poles, in possession of the Ocean King, deep in the undersea. What is that? A fruit? <laughs> what kind of fruit is this?
1: That, dear warrior, is a mango. They are brought in from a beautiful land to the south. Not many mountains there, but glistening sands that stretch to the horizon. Uh, try it, please.
0: Do I eat the skin?
1: No, no. Cut it open and eat the orange flesh.
0: Ooh, yes. Thank you.
2: Uh, um, we should be talking about our quest.
1: Yes, yes, but we must always enjoy new things. Mangoes or great adventures, a life is best lived one step at a time, hmm? There are several ways to the Undersea, many of them enshrined in tales and ballads since their discovery. I know I have many books filled with such things in the library, but it may take me some time to find them. Oh,
2: no, 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 my dear and honoured friends. These, I know, these ballads are meant for the voice, not the page. (laughs) Yes, well, the first is a rather lengthy song, so get comfortable. Uh, It takes about 14 verses before we reach the section, so...
1: uh... Sir Nathaniel is correct. Though your talents are indeed admirable, your quest is too dire for the luxury of such a lengthy song. Yes. Ah, well. Uh... Right to the point then.
2: Mm, this
0: is delicious. A mango. Mm-hmm. Uh, mango. <laughs> Even the rats agree. Mango. These 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 are delicious. I've never tasted anything like it.
1: Mm, eat. Gain your strength for the adventures ahead. Uh, now, Winthrop, where must you go? Uh,
2: <coughs> yes, okay, so the first mythical entrance rests at the deepest depths of the crawling crevasse which stretches through the droughted Dalra desert uh, in the remote... Uh, Republic of... Rotalia.
1: Yes, your concerns are greatly warranted, Sir Bor. The Republic of Rotalia is much too far. Even with the fleetest ships or finest wings, you could not make it to the Dalra Desert before the next full moon.
2: Uh, one moment, I need to remember the... Next location. I'll
0: be back in a moment. Da-da-bum. Please continue
2: on lands. Oh, yes! From the epic poems of Haroth, Fire Queen. And the suffering of the lands of Wetterfjord grew heavy, dwelling in the darkest under claw and breath of dragon. So did Haroth, daughter of Hathro, son of Feron, take up shield of veil and venture to heights, the lofty vault's volatile volcanic and fiery, where the heat of Dracoden met undersea waters. Steam did spew and rise, a mark for Heroth's eye.
1: Bravo, you've rather a keen memory for song and poem, little bard. Yes, I remember now. The volcanic vault in the centre lands of Wetterfjord are said to connect down to the undersea... But...
2: It's all on fire.
1: Is there not another? Surely there are more entrances to the undersea. Uh, in passing, yes.
2: Well, um... Sir so Nathaniel, the undersea is mentioned in stories of under deep sea creatures.
1: Yes, but many of those stories are believed to be greatly exaggerated, if not... Purely myth, like Folgi, the cow whose moo shook the earth.
2: Yes, well, um, okay. Some I know are very far away, further than even Rotalia or Wetterfield. But there is one which may be nearby, if it's even real. In a forest, dark from the towering trees, rests a cave that one day began to breathe. Deeply it would inhale, and deeply it would exhale, until one night a serpent poured forth. Uh, This serpent, (sighs) from the deepest depths of sea under the world, wriggled through the forest floor, carving out a stream beneath its fins, until again it reached a vast ocean and disappeared forever. The cave, uh, sometimes called the Snoring Cave, is said to have been a path from the undersea to the surface.
1: The Snoring Cave... Well, luck shines on your many bristles today, Sir Boar, for it may be close indeed. Here, far beneath Spinovind, in the dark of the forest floor, we know there to be a cave called Schnarkenhole, the Snoring Cave. And it is indeed near the spring of a large stream.
2: Is it dangerous...
1: Well, I am not sure now, little Winthrop, but with Lady Madrid and Sir Nathaniel with you, you would certainly be a most admirable and formidable force in the forest below. Speaking of which, where did your Doria companion get off to?
0: I'm here, sorry. Did you know that mangoes also come dried? It's mango jerky. (laughs) So where are we going? Cave? Great, I love caves. Back under the earth. Mango? Well fed and well prepared, the trio made their farewells to the wizened and generous Lycos, leaving the comforts of the Cocoon and Crumpet and the bustle of Spinovind. For miles, they travelled through the treetops in a silken highway strung from bough to bough until they were directed to their inevitable exit. They set themselves in the woven lift of the strongest spinner silk and were lowered down into the cool shadows and gentle breezes of the forest's far floor. Already wrapped within the shade of the woods' verdant towers, Winthrop quickly picked up the whispers and babbling of flowing water.
2: Over here! This way!
0: Following the babbling to a brook, the brook to a creek, the creek to a stream, and the stream to a great wall of rock, they met with the rumble of deep, heavy breaths roaring forth from a ragged cave. (coughs) Que suerte! Such luck, Sir Nathaniel, the snoring cave! We may just make it to the undersea. Our quest is not yet
2: lost. But, but, I I, I thought the breathing was supposed to have stopped when the great serpent left the cave. So, what's in there?
0: We'll follow you then, sir. Quiet, y pequeños, as we are, we won't be
2: seen. Sneaking. Oh, good, perfect. Sneaking I can do. We gnomes are very well suited for a bit of sneaking. see, the rock's too tall. What do you see?
0: No. No, that's not a stone. Stones don't breathe. The color is wrong. A bit too sky-gray. Not enough earthiness. Hmm. The texture is more scaly.
2: No. No es una roca. Not stone at all. Okay, so it's it's not a breathing rock. But, 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 but what, what What is it?
3: An etin?
2: An etin? I've never heard of such a creature. Uh, I can't see it, but tell me, is it roughly as large as two fully grown grizzly bears?
0: Yes, most
2: certainly. Rough skin as hard as stone?
0: Well, I haven't tested it myself one could assume so based on the appearance
2: arms as thick as birch trees and, and 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 two fierce heads each with a jaw that bites through bone
0: now that you mention it
2: then uh, then the, 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 then yes it's 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 a the, the 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 strong the strongest largest fiercest and hungriest type of troll who what? I I, can't, I still can't see anything. the The rock's too high on my side. Tell me, I'll move over. Sir Nathaniel,
0: I think you're right. The etna is snoring, but so is that.
2: What? What? What is it? A hole in the stone. It must be the hole the serpent used to reach the forest. That could be it. Our entrance to the undersea. Perfecto. We'll be at the undersea soon enough. A large, sleeping, two-headed etin is resting atop our entrance to the undersea. Uh, maybe we <sighs>
3: stop your yawning, Albert. Your breath could work the leaves of a dryad. How do you think you're any better, Edgar? <laughs> Last week's dinner is still in your teeth. <sighs> <sighs> we need a new rock villa. My neck hurts. Not as much as mine, raw. Oh. and our back. The knees, mind the knees! Uh, Too old for this. For what, Ed? Just walking across the cave? Don't go lying now, you feel it. Hate in my neck, back, knees, fingers, ears. Oh, I don't have that one. Well, good for you. When? When did it happen, Al? Too tired to be bad and proper, Etten. Can't throw boulders across the valley. Or chase villagers into the river. Or tip over carriages on the forest road. Or so loud that birds as far as the next village take flight. Shh. Gadget the Winnie or the
2: Etten will hear us. It's not me, it's the accordion. It's magic, remember? It can sense a song coming on.
3: <sighs> We've no drive then, think about it. When's the last time we wanted to chase villagers into the river? Remember them good old days? When we fell on oak with one arm. When we crack up and caved in caves and set a mushrooms. It's really behind us. Those days are being bad. So what's so the next the step then? monsters the aren't monsters really in demand. And breaking things and just seems to fuck All these lost stories When we were young That time we stole honey And a town got attacked by bees That time we broke the ice And watched the terrors float out to sea Times, those times They were my pride what Everything hurts But we're still evil yeah. It's really beyond us. Those days of being dead. So what's the next step then? Time monsters are from demand. Long pants and skates and chasing kids can't do that anymore. All these lost stories when we're young. And tied him to the top of a tree. Remember when we drank that brew and screamed just like right, right that she Those were the days. Top oh, right. Guess we're done towards the like. but we're still evil It's really behind us. Those days are being bent. So what's our next step then? Time monsters aren't really into man. It's haunted dreams and sinking ships again.
2: the music have have they spotted us? Yes sir. We'll make a rush for the hole once they
3: shh spot us. Look, we can make it! There's the source of the tunes. They spotted us a little after song snack. With that, well, everything is really behind us. Those days are being bad, so what's the next step then? Tide monsters are uh, really in the bed. Days and nights are doing what's right, I wish we still could. Be the terror in the woods, be the troll. Of the- and then, what do you little creatures think you're doing in our cave?
0: Mind your manners now, Etten.
3: We're guests in your cave. Guests? Manners? <laughs> we're no dwarves, we're Etten. And you're no guests. Guests are invited. Uh, Sir so, 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 Nathaniel, what do we do? <laughs> what are you then? A boy? A gnome? What a feast many morsels we'll have tonight! Ah!
2: Not gonna happen, Eton. What? Sir Nathaniel,
1: what?
3: Go on. We're listening. What do we enjoy? That don't hurt us. Mmm. Mm. Well, mushroom hunting is nice and easy. Only a bit of pain in the back, bending down to get them. Then we stew them up. Black fungus in Toadstool Simmer. <coughs> yeah, add that in too. Good good. <laughs> Leave it to a boy to enjoy a good truffle. <coughs> Ooh, that's a... that's a great idea, sir. Can I really do that? We can do whatever we want. But do we want to do that? Start a little fungus farm? Retire? We have a cave. Great for growing them. We have the loot so we can ford it. We can grow what we like. No more sore arms or winded sprints after passers-by?
2: As a gnome? Uh, I can tell you, some mushrooms are, are very simple to raise. It would lead to a tasty retirement that the, the kind of strong Etin like yourselves deserve after a long and monstrous career. Isn't that right, Madrid?
0: Hmm, what? Uh, see, yes, absolutely. A great change. You can do it. <coughs>
3: <sighs> oh, just never thought about it before. Good work, though. Sounds nice. Dark cave. Fresh stews. Never would have thought it. 703. Maybe it is time to retire. Well, most days I certainly feel 700. All the aches. Uh, uh, And...
2: If you propagate any particularly gourmet or rare specimens, you could sell them to the local witches, warlocks, spinners, or, or fellow trollkin. No reason to completely isolate yourself from the monster community.
3: It's not a bad idea, Ed. We are really thinking about it, now. Oh no, I know. I know. <coughs> but, what are you doing down here anyway, little bites? Travelers is as small as you lot. Well, never make it this deep into the towering wood. A knight? A quest! Ah, uh, so you must be headed... To the undersea! Now, seeing as how our fungus farm's not started... <laughs> you know, we can't let you dive down without a proper monstrous encounter.
2: What? I mean, if you just scooch over a bit, we can dive right in. No monsters, anything. Let us pass, foul Anton.
3: See, that warrior knows the drill. Thank you, little bites, and goodbye. Ah! Run, Winnie, run!
2: Ah! Really? Do I have to go first? Ah! Ah! I got him, sir.
3: We never... would have caught them. Oh, hurt my neck there in that swing. Knees are killing me already. Oh. Fungus pate? Ooh, on those microchips. Restly mine. Oh, yes, please.
0: So, as the both minds in agreement, chose a new path forward, So had the questing trio found their path. Free falling from a frantic feat of daring, they plummeted deep into the earthen tunnel. Down and down they dropped, and eventually winded. Winthrop stopped his desperate shriek, for the fear of the Aten was far behind and above, and the fear of falling had worn off after the first few minutes. In the tunnel, lined with the glowing mushrooms they all knew so well from their ground-dwelling days, they could make out each other's faces, Sir Nathaniel chuckled a snort, and Madred burst out in a bold, full laugh that could only ever come from the body and soul of a dwarf. And at this, Winthrop gently smiled for all his fears, though ever-present, seemed so small in the presence of the light and laughter of strong loyal friends. Meanwhile, far away, past brook, creek, stream and river, over forest, glade, field and hill, deep in the ice Ismerald Mountains, Home to the Frost-Iron clan and many more sturdy and strong dwarven kin, a young Benthier Frost-Iron answered the door for a most curious delivery, a crate as large as he, brimming with bright orange fruit. And so that night, the Frost-Irons, each and every one, discovered a new and fascinating treat and thought on their distant warrior kin and her adventures beneath the ever growing sky.
2: The Poor Knight, written by K.A. Stats, produced with additional sound design and accordion by Travis Vengroff, edited with sound design and mixing by Dane Leonardson, with music by Stephen Molin, Ryan McQuinn, and Travis Vengroff, starring Sam Yao. Paul Maya, David Devereaux, Juliana Gutierrez, Ryan McQuinn, Jack Hutton, and Peter Joseph Lewis. This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening. (laughs)